Welcome to the latest episode of Claw's Corner. Today's episode features a return visit from singer and actress and fan favorite, not to mention mine as well, Lexi White. She just released a brand new song November 24th, and she's here to tell us all about that and much, much more. So please welcome back Lexi White to the Claw's Corner. So Lexi, I had you on before. You're a great guest. You reached out to me because you released a new song. So last time we left off, let's see, you were very happy in your relationship. There was only <laughs> one problem because it, your relationship was going so well. Life was going so great. And right. you said, I got writer's block. I can't think of something to write. So I said, you know what you got to do? The best thing that could ever happen is your boyfriend's just got to cheat on you, at least for a weekend, give you a chance to write a song, maybe even a month, just give you some time and then get, get right back into the writing thing. So right. since I last yeah. saw you, what have you been up to? Well, he cheated and um, I wrote that song. <laughs> so that's the song that just came out. <laughs> and what is the name of the song? It is called Innocent. It is with BRT. BRT made the awesome, awesome, awesome beat on it. And it's officially signed to Hot Vibes Records. That's also the record deal that um, Temporary was signed to, which is the song that we talked about last time in March. So um, that's what Hot Vibes. And uh, it's out now. It's currently at over 130,000 streams in just over a week. So Wait, wait. I want, to, I, want, I want to get back to that because I have some stats on here. I had to copy and paste because there were so many stats on this song already. So you, I just made a, a flippant joke about your boyfriend cheating on you. And so he did. And that's when uh, your muse came calling. Huh? That really did happen. <laughs> Literally, that's what happened. And I just think it's so hilarious because we were, we had that whole conversation last time about how you were saying, you know, maybe he should just, you know, tell him to be awful to you, tell him to do this, just so you have some writing inspiration. And as soon as he did that, my mom was like, call up Rich Sheer. I, like, yeah. I was like, you know, I should go back on Klaus Corner for this. I was like, let me write the song first. But like, yeah. So I she was to... like, this is such a Rich Sheer moment. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm almost proud to say that I was a part of this. I hope it's fire. I feel like you're the reason that the song is about right now. Maybe you're, I think you just cursed the relationship. I think it was your doing. Maybe your ex-boyfriend was watching. He was like, you know what? Maybe it's not a bad idea. He did watch it. He did. And he, said all the, he would say when, when Temporary came out, he was like, you know, uh, I think it's kind of upsetting that uh, you're writing songs about other guys and not me. And then we made a TikTok and he said that in the TikTok. And um, my first promo video I did for Innocent, I was like, you know, my ex-boyfriend always say that he wanted me to write a song about him. But, you know, now that he screwed me over, I did. So. <laughs> well, I hope you're happy now. Oh, <laughs> not yeah. you. I'm talking to your ex right now. Oh, no. You're watching this and I hope you're happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got the song. You lost the girl, but you got the song. <laughs> Girl, he got what he wanted. Yay. And I do have to say, your mom is the best momager in the world. I love her. She, she first of all, introduced me to your brother, Tyler. We'll talk about later in the interview. But then she introduced me to you and very talented family. And I love the fact that she is so supportive of not only you two, but there's another brother that plays basketball. She's, I, I know everything about your family. And I never really met any of you in person. <laughs> it's all from Facebook. Yeah, I know it is. And your mother is the best promoter. I love it. She actually is. And it's a little like intimidating and scary in a way because it's like she doesn't even get paid for it. Like imagine if she was like an actual manager or an actual agent, like she would be getting bank right now. I so. know. And, and she, she does has, it for free. And she does it for free. And she also has her own career as an actress. So I know. She, 
Got you. But I want to get back to your song because let me see if these facts are correct. It says right now, 12, no, 1.2 million streams. This is for the song Innocent, right? And then. No, 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 no. 1.2 million streams is my Spotify stats for oh, okay. the whole year of 2023. Wow. Okay. Well, let's go, let's go over that anyway. So I want to talk about this for 1.2 million streams, 525.7 thousand listeners, 52.9 thousand hours, and. This, you have been played in 172 countries. Wow. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> and I forgot, you actually have a fan club. What are they called? Lexi's? Oh, the Sexy Lexi's. Sexy Lexi's. I love Lost them. Sexy Lexi groupies. I, I don't even know what they call themselves these days. They've kind of died <laughs> off a little bit, not going to lie. I haven't heard too much from them. Ah. In a bit, but I had like, I had um, fan pages and stuff for a little while. And they would like make edits of me and it was it was kind of cool kind of really cool and i missed them i want more edits so like that's like that's crazy it's really cool though but well, hopefully, this, hopefully this interview will bring back the sexy lexis <laughs> that's my goal listener my last interview was just for your boyfriend to cheat on you this goal for this interview is bring the sexy lexis back i like that exactly <laughs> so the name of the song you said is innocent right mm-hmm and you released it on November 24th. We started to talk about it, but then I interrupted you for a minute. So how many streams has it had so far since November 24th, which right now it's only December 3rd? Yeah, it's at about 130 something thousand. So wow. it's doing pretty good, but those are the stats as of yesterday because it updates once a day at like night. So I don't even know what it's at right now for today's streams, but it, um, yeah, it's doing pretty good. Yeah, I, I would say that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm no mathematician, but those numbers sound very good. <laughs> yeah, in my Spotify, I have like 90 something thousand listeners. So it's really cool. It's really exciting. So yeah, well, I, I'm, I am very, very happy for you. Question for you. How do you I mean, I know your mother helps you promote, but how do you get this to the people out there? Like, what do you do? You put the song on Spotify, you release it, downloads. How do you know, let people know, all right, I'm back in town. I have a new song. I want you to listen to it. That's impressive. Um, thanks. <laughs> I've kind of been promoting on like social media. And so I um I did like a bunch of TikToks to it. And uh, yeah, I mean, the first TikTok I did, I got a really good like, um, uplifting spirit from people that follow me so that was really cool and um it was just people were just saying like this is fire you ate that like stuff like that so i love i love the female like complimentary like spirit like i love it it's great so um yeah so did a couple of those promo videos um posted a couple things on like my instagram story and then uh posted like a main picture once it dropped and like i didn't even realize that you could add songs to the like real post like a post post mm-hmm. on instagram so finding that out and seeing my song on there was pretty cool that is very very cool so you, <laughs> what do you find is the best for you is it TikTok, instagram facebook youtube where do you get the most hits from a lot of people say TikTok. I talk. yeah TikTok. yeah because i, I know have... people... sorry no, what I was going to say was I, because I want to get my show to where your, where your songs are. I want to get more people to see it. And everybody tells me I'll put a little clips on TikTok. And I'm still working on how to do that. Just take little bits of each, like just maybe you, you know, after the interview's over, maybe you and I could talk, just we could work on our interview together and you could sort of uh, 
show me how to, because I would love to do that because everybody tells me that TikTok is the way to go. I mean, Facebook yes. is like for old people, Instagrams, eh, people still listen, you know, go on it, but not as much as TikTok. And that's where everybody's, all the cool kids are hanging out. All the cool kids are on TikTok. But also like <laughs> Instagram is kind of just like TikTok, but six months later. So like everything that's on TikTok today, you won't see on Instagram reels until like April-ish. Uh, so it's usually like months later that you see the things that from TikTok on Instagram. So at least that's what everyone on TikTok says about Instagram reels. I don't really use reels, but yeah, um, I should. Cause apparently a lot of people get a good following from reels too, All right. but TikTok is definitely the way to go. So, and I really like it. I think it's really entertaining. I find, I laugh at least like for like maybe like a good 20 whole minutes at just like random TikToks. Like they're just so stupid and so funny that it's just so great. It's so amusing. So and is it is it just like Instagram where you can only do a certain amount of time? You can't just put a four hour interview on there for a, you know, a whole album on there. Is it like a certain amount of time, like 30 seconds? Um, There's a bunch of different options. There's like a 15 second option, um, a minute option, I think a two minute option, and then there's 10 minutes. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like exact. Like if you have like the 10 minute like mark on, I guess, like you could do up to like anything, just not over 10 minutes. Yeah. So. Which I think but, is good because unfortunately we're like in an ADD nation where nobody really wants to sit more than 10, 15 minutes. They look at like, oh man, that's 20 minutes. That's too long for me. I've actually had people say that like your interviews are too long. I said, you know, you don't have to listen to the whole thing all at once. You can listen to a piece here, a piece there. They, I think sometimes people just get intimidated. They're like, an hour and a half interview. Oh my God. So unfortunately yeah. that's the, the world we live in is turned into that yeah. where people just like little sound bites here and there, a little taste of it. And like, you know what? I like that. I'm going to check that out. Right. But no, like on TikTok, I have a good following. And so we talked about this last time, actually. Um, I have like 15,000 something followers ish, something around there on TikTok. But that's all from this one video I did of my mom's dresses. Oh, so yeah. this, this was almost two years ago. It'll be two years ago in April. So it's about like a year and a half ish now. Yeah. And so uh, I just tried on her dresses and I said where she wore them to. And then people were like freaking out in the comments and like asking to buy her dresses off me so they could wear them to prom and a bunch of people like followed me and stuff and like a bunch of verified people, like people that I'm like fans of that I've already followed, like commented on the TikTok saying you look great and i started crying because like i love them so it's just wild but um yeah so there's that um and that got like seven million views seven million. So, yeah kind of a lot but i have not gotten back up to that number and i don't know what to do because there's some of my videos where they're like top tier i think like i edit them so good um i do like my dad does a TikTok with me every once in a while yeah. and uh He's really funny, but don't tell him I said that because then he'll actually think he's funny and then he won't stop making jokes because G-Wiz is definitely a character, but he can't know that he's actually funny. All right. So anybody who's watching this, do not say a word. This is just between yeah. me, you, and Lexi. Yeah. Don't, okay. tell him, don't, tell him, don't tell him, especially. Well, here's but, what I think you have to do. I think you have to go back to your mom's closet, raid her closet, put some more clothes on. So next time she goes there, she's like, where did all my clothes go? You sold them all. Got like 8 million views on each one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly i think i'm gonna do that i did like part two and part three videos for that and those got a million a million views too but like i i i don't know 
and I even did one of those to one of my songs that came out then. So yeah. that was cool. But and that got a good amount of streams or views on that video. So that was good. But yeah. yeah. A friend of mine gets free clothes. She doesn't she doesn't get paid for it, but she puts on stuff on TikTok and they're like, I love the way you look in that. Will you model this for me? And they give stuff and she now she has a baby. She does TikToks with the baby. Now they're like giving her baby clothes to just to be on TikTok, which is funny. So she's trying to turn it into a monetary thing, make some money off of it. But she's you know, I'll take the free clothes. Yeah. So I, for me, it's just all be all, all about the publicity. It's like, all right, I don't even care about the free clothes. I don't even, well, I do care about money. That'd be nice, but yes, just getting but... your name out there. Yes, exactly. You can work yourself up that, up to that point, you know, when you get the people first, then the money comes later. I mean, if you, but like when you get the people up there, that's what gets you the money because yeah. you can get paid on TikTok. Like if you get like, you get, I don't know how much it is per like a thousand. It's like every a thousand streams, it's some amount of money. Whether it's, I think it's actually in dollars. I don't even think it's in cents. I think it's in dollars. I, I'm probably wrong. Something like that though. But um, like that's how a lot of these big TikTok creators like make, you know, good amount of side cash. You know, because like if they're getting like a million views on every video, like that's that's adding up. So yeah, they're getting money for it. So. Well, I, I copied and pasted this because I thought this was interesting. It's, it's about streaming. And this is what people make with streaming now. I'm going to go with Spotify first because that's what you're, uh, I mean, you're on all the platforms. Is that correct? You're on Spotify, yeah. iTunes, Amazon, all the good yeah. stuff, Audible. Well, so yeah. for Spotify, royalty, royalty rates per stream is 0.00318. Streams required to make $1 is 314. <laughs> And then let's see, I'm going to go to, uh, are you, you're on Pandora, right? Pandora. Yeah. yeah. 0.00133 royalty rates per stream. You have to stream required to make it. $1 is 752. <laughs> I'm going to do one more. <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to depress you. <laughs> you weren't even just depressed when your boyfriend cheated on you. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> too soon that, that's a clip i'm gonna put on tiktok that's the clip i'm gonna put on tiktok and that's what's gonna go viral rich and that's how we're gonna get our money see together we have to work together you and i we're a yeah, team exactly. you just like gotta pick on me a little bit it's fine oh yeah the, most definitely the last one is yeah i'll do uh apple music 0.008 royalty rates per stream you have to stream required to make one dollar 125 so you're not, people are not making money streaming. It's all about playing music live. I would think, well, before we even get into like what you're doing with the music live and thing, I want to talk more about the song because I know in the past you wrote you know, with songs with Robbie Rosen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now was this song co-written with him as well? Of course it was. All right. I love Robbie. He's yeah. great. For people who don't remember, he was on American Idol and the two of you became really good friends and you two have written several songs together. Yeah, we did our first song together when I was in sixth grade going into seventh grade. So that summer we did our first song together called Hurricane. And I wrote that about my dad. I don't remember why, because the lyrics literally have nothing to do with that at all. There's nothing like wrong with my father. So I don't know yeah. like why i i don't know anyway but um so wrote that and then we did a music video for it and james phillips directed the music video his father mark phillips is in charge of who sings for the new york mets at city field so 
then Mark asked me if I wanted to audition. And I was like, I mean, I, I'm a Yankees fan, but sure, I guess why not? And so I ended up auditioning and I got it. So, and then they invited me back two other times after that. So I sang for them three times and that was really cool. So. Yeah, very cool. I said it before, I'm gonna say it again. It's just so impressive at that age, you had the uh, mindset to like, all right, I wanna write a song. This is what I'm gonna write about. And cause most, most kids are like that age, like, I don't know, let me talk about playing baseball. Let me talk about, you know, picking flowers. You're over there yep. writing these uh, romantic songs at, at that age. It's, it's really impressive. You're like a child prodigy. Oh, don't even say that. That's, that's crazy. But thank you. Thank you. But it's so far from the truth. <laughs> also, modesty is, is also one of your genes, too. Modesty and being humble. <laughs> um, so, Brad, is, have you ever written a song on your own without Robbie, or are you two always collaborate together? All my songs that are out, I always like doing it with Robbie because yeah. he's so professional and because he's so knowledgeable about songwriting. Like he's literally the best songwriter I know besides like Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, I don't personally know them, but like he's like he tells stories when he writes and when he sings. And so I on I just feel like he brings out the best qualities of my songwriting working with him because we bounce ideas off each other. Like, well, first I tell him about the situation. I tell him about the scenario, what's going on, who did me wrong, how I'm dealing with it. And then um, we like kind of think of like key phrases at first that could like play into the scenario. And so um, for Innocent, for example, like everyone thought that this boy was an angel and he was just, top quality and he can never do no wrong and he's a mama's boy and like all this shit and so <laughs> just like like no he's not like he's not innocent and like that's what i would say that's what i said to robbie and so then he was like it's a good line i was like really he was like yeah i was like oh okay so then it became you ain't innocent and then um yeah now it's called innocent all right so do you see so is that how is that the process how you do it now you give him some phrases and then give, give the phrases to him and he'll come back with a whole song or do you say do you go back and forth and say you're not here's a verse all right i wrote a couple lines for this and you like here he writes a, a verse and then you sort of change change it around to fit what you do is that how it works i mean we just we work together through the yeah. whole thing he yeah. comes up with the melody like he does that he does the musicality part of it because mm -hmm. I like, he's just the way that he could do melodies is just so bizarre. Like he's just so talented. The way that he could just come up with things on the spot like that, it, he's crazy and insane in such a beautiful way. Yeah. And so, um, but lyrically we work together through the whole thing and we very much have like an equal say in it in an equal portion of writing. So um, he very much helps me out a lot. Obviously the ideas and what's being conveyed is all me, but because that's my story, but um, Robbie definitely helps me bring it to life, so. Very good, does he write the melodies with a piano, guitar, or other instrument? He uses a piano. Piano? Yeah, yeah, good. he's really good too. Like he's actually insane. I could go on for hours and hours about how much I love and adore Robbie. I really could. Hmm, I, 
Well, I can see why, because I mean, I've heard the songs you've had so far and I love every, everyone gets better and better. That's why I love I've seen the progression just from the last, I think I've known you for about a year now. And I could just see like, you know, I went back and listened to the older songs and heard the last couple. Then I heard this song and just, I, I love the progression and just, I mean, you're what, 19, somewhere under. So that's, yeah, yeah you have a long way to go in the music world. So I'm very happy for you. Thank you very much. Who produced the album or the song? Um, well, Robbie vocally produced it, Okay. but the producer on the song is BRT. He is a amazing EDM producer and mm -hmm. he has a huge following on, um, like different streaming services, but I feel like the main streaming service is Spotify. I feel like a lot of people just tend to go to that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, I've never had Apple music, so I don't, I don't know what that's like, but. I've always had Spotify, always loved it, always used it. It's great. I just got premium though, when my first song, well, my first record deal, Better Without You came out. That was the first time I got like premium Spotify. So I was yeah. dealing with ads for like four years straight. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I just did the same thing too, but I had, I had Apple for a while and I liked it, but then I got hacked and my Apple got hacked into it. So I had to get rid of that, but so I got uh, Amazon music, which I did not like at all. I thought just, there's so many, different stations or things on there like the 70s 80s and they're not even the real artists they're different or maybe the same artists but different versions it just it wasn't what i expected so now i have spotify and i was doing the same thing as you i'm over there so i like to run so i'm listening i'm like five minutes of ads and i said i need to get rid of this so i got rid of amazon music and now i have a spotify premium and i love it you i out of the three that i've had so far spotify definitely is the best i think i love spotify it's so good I love it so much. And I love that you could like see the stats yep. too. Like if you click onto an artist, you see like um the ranking of their songs in terms of stream level. So mm -hmm. I think that's really cool too, especially because like when people see my name up there and they look at it and they're like, damn, she got numbers. Like I yeah. like I just love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said some of the numbers a little bit earlier. All the like just for the last year, all the different streams you had, all 172 countries which I love because this show now is on Spotify and I do that all the time. I've, I see them like, who's, who's watching me in China? Who's watching me in Australia? I don't care, but they, people are watching me in all these different countries. I love it. And I can see what time of the day people are watching most, what day of the week is the, where I get the most hits. So I, I definitely love looking at those stats and seeing it's, it's very interesting. Like, I don't I know who's that. watching. Yeah. So you, you can really see more with that or anyway, I, I don't know about some of the other platforms, but with that, I could, I like how you could track everything. Yeah, me too. Like I have the Spotify for artists app. So that's where I like take like my daily screenshot of the streams yeah. for the day. And the first week that a song is out, it updates every two seconds. So you could see the streams climbing, which is actually insane. So the first week I was like going nuts and I had a field day with that. Oh my gosh. Like when I tell you like every like, hour i would go on screenshot and then compare it to the hour screenshot i did before like it's just so cool to see how much it climbs yeah and so um but now that it's after a week you can only see it once a day but it was never like that before they just changed that like since march it's changed so it's it's a little frustrating because i like watching the climb oh i know i, I love it I hate having to wait until 8 p.m. every night to see what i got the day before it's frustrating and i don't like it but I think you need to write a song about that. <laughs> I should. I really should. I feel like everybody who uses Spotify will gladly thank me. I really do. 
I will be the spokesperson. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm the spokesperson for everybody that listens to Spotify. And goes on Spotify. <laughs> so question for you, the last song we talked about when you were on the show last April, you had your songs playing in the mall in some of the stores. Yeah. What about this song? Is that going to be playing? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been anywhere. I mean, honestly, it's December. It's going to be all Christmas yeah. music. Yeah, oh yeah. So I wouldn't really, I wouldn't expect anything. But I didn't expect anything hearing wreck in Aeropostale last November. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's like, it's just so weird because, like, you're just in there. You hear your voice and no one knows that's you. It's like such a surreal feeling, but yeah. I love it. So, yeah. And I, I th just refresh my, mem my memory on this. Did you actually send them the song or you just happened to be walking through the mall and you're like, wait a minute, is that me? Like, how did they, because well, did they get through the, through the label, the song? I mean, you could just play it off of, like, services. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, stream. so yeah, I just, I, I wasn't even in there. It, my friend texted me and sent me a video and was like, um, is this your song? I was like, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? And she was like, um, I'm in the Danbury Mall Aeropostale. And, um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's, wow. Okay. And then after that, I, um, I tried going to like different, like air apostles to like, see, yeah. And, um, they said, like, I talked to one of the people that was like working and I was like, I don't even remember exactly what I asked them, but it was along the lines of like, how do you guys pick music to play in the store? Mm -hmm. And they were just like, oh, we get a CD every, like we get a CD for the month. Yeah. And, um, it plays for the month. And so I, I, I don't know. So I played for a month in Air Apostle, like across the nation, which is yeah. pretty cool. That is very cool. <laughs> so you, you release so singles at a time or how many songs do you have released now? Um, four record deal songs. So four okay. songs that are signed to record labels, but then okay. including Hurricane, it would be five. Okay. But I don't really count Hurricane, even though yeah. I should, it's the only song that has a music video, but I, you know what I mean. You get it. No, I, I get it. I get it. Wait, no, I, I, I know. I know the business works. <laughs> it's not my first rodeo. <laughs> no, it's not. So the question I have for you then: Are you ever going to release a full album? Because I, I want to tell you the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've been talking to a lot of different musicians, and they said that their label or Spotify, more like the uh, the streaming services, prefer singles. They don't want full albums. And a couple of the artists I spoke with said. Um, they would rather have released a full album, go on tour for a while, then they can, you know, learn new things, have new experiences, and that will give them more inspiration to write other songs instead of like writing a song every month because they wanted at least once released per month. So with you, are you ever thinking of coming out with a full album and just, you know, taking a break for a while? Or are you just going to keep on going with single and then another single next month, the month after that, another single? Um, I don't know. I actually haven't really thought about it. Yeah. I have no idea. I want to write another song, but I don't know what to write it about. I mean, I do have an idea because um, a lot of girls my age are not nice people. And so <laughs> that's something I've been struggling with for a little bit this year. But um, so that's something I want to bring. And I started writing one, but um, in terms of actually coming out with it, I don't know what to do yet. Yeah, yeah. I gotta talk to Robbie because I, I, it'll only be a song if Robbie says it's a song. Yeah. 
Has, yeah. has he ever, have you ever come up with an idea and he just said, no, that's not going to work? No, never. Never. So you got, you two are like in sync. I love it. <laughs> and he unfortunately, helps, of course, helps me tweak it a bit. Yeah, but of course. No, he's, he's such a good mentor, co-writer, producer. He's, he's amazing. And he's an amazing singer himself. And he has a bunch of songs out too. And he, his stats are crazy yeah. for the year. So he's, he's very, very talented and successful. He's great. Well, I'm just afraid you seem a little too happy. I just don't think that could happen. For for oh, the people that love your music, we cannot see you this happy. Rich, oh, this is this is a show, Rich. Th this is for the camera. <laughs> this, this is a joke. <laughs> the Claw's Corner is more than just entertainment. It's also therapy. True. <laughs> you know, okay. So, you know, it's just i don't think that this is something that we can really i i don't feel too just me and you nobody else is listening come on you can tell me it'll be talked about it's going to be on spotify and youtube and yep. everything else that you're all the other streaming platforms that the claws corner is yep. on so i don't really I, I don't feel too comfortable talking about it right now we'll wait till the camera's off it's fine okay we'll, we'll definitely since the camera's off you and i can have a real talk so it's just i'm just happy that you're not as happy as you seem <laughs> Only because I'm being selfish for myself because I love your music and I want to hear more music has nothing to do with, you know, you wanting you to be unhappy. I just want to be happy when you're unhappy because, <laughs> you know, like that was it the Barry Manilow song, Can't Smile Without You. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad when you're glad. It's like, I'm glad when you're sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it makes for great songwriting. It does. I know. Unhappiness is the root of amazing music. We're going to talk about a couple of people. One, you mentioned Taylor Swift. I want to get into her because she is just having the best year for anybody since probably the Beatles. I've never seen anything like that, but I didn't want to get into her yet. I want to talk about some, somebody else that I like too, Miley Cyrus. Last time we were talking about, me too, we were talking about Flowers. And that was a song about how she was dating Liam Hemsworth. She released mm -hmm. a song on his birthday. It's a breakup song. I love that. And I love the video. So did you have any inspiration from that song? Did you like go to it and just, or just everything was through your own experiences, obviously. But I mean, did you like look at that video and said, I could do something like that? I mean, I like, I admire her songs and I admire that song specifically so much, but I never really like looked at it as like, um, like inspiration for this. Yeah. Like, I just really was just through my own experience. Yeah. But, um, now that you think about it, like, yeah, I could have definitely used that for inspiration too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I like about her? It's because she, which it seems like a lot of, some artists do, like Lady Gaga does this, but she sings in different genres. Like, I love her versions of Blondie, Heart of Glass, Joan Jett, I Love Rock and Roll. She also did, I mean, I know it's her godmother, but Dolly Parton's Jolene. So I just love the fact she could do country, she could do rock, she could do metal. Any genre she sings in, and I love the, the fact that the fans actually accept it because unfortunately, I've talked to so many musicians, so many authors who tell me when they have a hit, people only want to hear everything that sounds just like the hit. They don't want to hear anything different because then they think, oh, he or she sold out. Oh my God, they're not the same anymore. They can't write music. They can't write a book. So with you, would you ever consider singing in a different genre that you're not currently in right now? Yeah, well, EDM is what all my songs are that are out right now that's all edm music mm -hmm. and that's a really good way to start a career and that's a really good way to market yourself um especially because like emdi and brt who 
are two producers that I've worked with. They have an amazing following to their name. So when their fans listen to their music and they listen to the song that I'm singing, those are now my fans and my listeners on Spotify and streaming services. So um, it's a really good way to market yourself. Yeah. But my favorite, most favorite genre ever to sing, to listen to everything is R&B. R&B. And I would love to do an R&B song. Like, that's just like, that's just so my voice. Like I, listening to me talk, like I have a raspy voice. It's a little deeper. Um, yeah. I like, but when I sing R&B, like it feels like home. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I love it. Like when I listen to SZA, Summer Walker, Janae, Aiko, like I, I fall in love with music all over again because they're all just such amazing artists. It's crazy. So. Well, I was going to ask you that, like for those are some of the newer R&B artists for some of the old timers. Do you have any favorites going back to the maybe like 70s, 80s? No. Not just more of the newer. Mm-hmm. I, I love the new R&B stuff, too. I just, I, you know, what's funny. I think this I think you and I talked about this last time. I think to be a good songwriter, you have to be very open minded and you have to like different kinds of music because you can just take in a little bit of everything. Like for me, I love classical music. I love metal. I love pop. I love rock. I mean, even some country gets on my nerves more than newer country. I like the older country. I like like Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, like the the down and dirty, gritty country. But some of the uh, some of the more like, well, I do like Carrie Underwood. I'm not going to lie that I like her stuff and she's more. Yeah. So it's just I think that especially being a musician, it's good to be open-minded like that and like R&B, like rock, and it gives you a little bit more of a, more opportunities to do different things. Yeah. I mean, I'll listen to anything. I love music. Yeah. Like it's a good melody, good lyrics, good artists. Uh, my ears will be listening, but mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of like me actually singing, R&B is definitely my favorite ever. I love it so much. So good. Have you That's ever talked to uh Robbie and in the, the, the what's the what's the company EM or the what's the company you work for or were you it's no company but it's like are you talking about like the producers yeah who's the producer I'm sorry my 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 mind oh. went blank on that BRT BRT it can be different for every song though the producers so. okay but have but, you ever talked to him about doing a some R and B songs or just uh not yet I mean I really want to get like a bigger following yeah for. Like I want to like right now, like, yes, my stats are amazing, but I really do think that it's, I mean, I mean, a good amount of people listen to it because like they know me, but the majority of the listeners are from EMDI and from BRT for my other songs and innocent. So it's just, um, I think sticking with EDM for a little bit and keeping on with amazing people who like like they're giving me not giving me but um working with them is giving me an amazing following so to speak it's just i don't know exactly who like I, they're probably just listening to like emdi like or yeah. they're definitely just listening to brt it's just my voice that happens to pop up on the track yeah. no so. i could i definitely know what you're saying i mean it's only 172 countries you know i could you know i love you i love you going for world domination <laughs> <laughs> I see. I yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I but I really do know what you're saying, and just yeah. stick with this for now. And then it's gonna give. I mean, if you're already having stats like this right now, 
19 years old. So imagine like five years from now, what it's going to be like. So you'll be able to, there's going to be a time and a place where you're going to be able to like a, be like a Taylor Swift and just call your own shots and do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I wish that's, that's the goal. Honestly, yeah. that's the goal. And like TikTok is honestly such a good way to promote yourself because like you never, like you could post the stupidest video and it could get 14 million views mm-hmm. or but then at the same time, like if you put like so much thought and effort into a video, it could get like 2000 views. So like it really like you don't know, but that's what's so intriguing about it, because like one day you could post something like I could post my music and it could go absolutely viral like you never know. So um, I really hope that the TikTok odds are in my favor when I continue posting about my song a little bit. So, oh, I got to tell you, or maybe I, maybe I did. I don't know. Um, I'm singing for UConn next week. Oh, you didn't, you never told me what, what day, what, like right now it's December 3rd for people watching this. My hopefully will be inter- or be released by then. Um, it's going to be on December 9th. So okay. Saturday. Yeah. All right. So the men's basketball team. You know, it's fine. I'm unfortunately going to be in New York that day, but I was gonna. I wanted to ask you about that because last time we we spoke, I said I have some place. I want to get some places. I really want to go out and see if we can get some places for you to play. And I do have some things in mind. And I will talk to you about that after the show. But have you, besides doing the national anthem or playing, you know, what are you gonna be singing at UConn? Is it the national anthem, or are you gonna be singing one of your songs? The national anthem. All right, no, that's good. But the, the do you have you been performing your songs live anywhere? Um, no. Okay, well, no, that's going to be coming next. I sang Wreck live on Channel 3 last year, but um, not this year. Okay, well, this year it's good. This year we're going for Channel 8. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's another thing. I'm a journalism major. Wow, congratulations. Wow, a lot has changed. It's only been a couple months since I've talked to you, and it seems like a lot has changed. I changed my major. I was like, I can't do rad tech because i feel like that's just like not me i feel like just sitting in the back and pressing buttons for my day is just not nah. my style so um in like journalism like it really is like i'm i'm a good writer so um i'm i do the school newspaper and everything so that's fun All and right. um i love it i get to meet a bunch of different people and go to different events on campus and interview them and cover the events but obviously my goal is to be an on-screen newscaster. So I'm excited because hopefully that would, and the goal is for hopefully in New York or Boston, like one of the, you know, the bigger cities around here. So um, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. That's one of the things I love most about this show. I met so many interesting people I would never even know anything about. And I get a chance to have a conversation with them like, like you and I are doing right now. And I become friends with some of them. It's just, I, I love that. So I could definitely see just from what I know of you, a couple of times I've you know spoke with you, I could definitely see you doing that kind of work. So for you, what kind of articles or what kind of journalist do you want to be? Do you want to do like on the, on the spot reporter where you're going to different countries and just, or I know eventually you want to be an, a news anchor or a... Yeah. I mean, honestly, whatever they like whatever it takes to get me to that place yep. like gonna benefit me in my career um i really don't care what like java i i'm gonna have to have or what i'm gonna have to get yeah. to that point. i just want to get to that point you know it's like a step ladder almost because like getting like that's the top of the 
journalism chain. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of different branches, but in terms of like on screen communications, you know, but um, yeah, I think it would be great. And I really could see myself doing that. And like when I told my mom I wanted to switch my major to that, she was so for it because she went to school for TV radio broadcasting mm-hmm. and um, she was on, she did radio though, but um, yeah, so she's she's very supportive of that and me and that so um it's exciting yeah well i'm happy for you well let's let's promote your mom a little bit because where, where was she on radio i'm curious um do you remember because i worked at, i worked in radio for about five six years i was on wccc 106.9 then i was on a couple am stations 1240 wwco your hometown favorite and wnty and then now i just which wapj it's a one of the best stations. The reason I love that, it's more of like, it's all volunteers, that station. But the fact is you could basically do what you want and you could have any kind of music. It's like more of the other stations are way, especially now, are so corporate. You have to do this. If you don't do this, you have to write and say, why didn't you do this? It's just, it really took the fun out of it. So that's why I love WAPJ, even though it's not, it's right now, that's just a hobby. But this show is heard in that station as well. So it's what the reason I'm asking, because I think, I was wondering if I was in radio around the same time your mother was. Um, I think she was on, oh, geez, I don't know. It was either 95.7. I could definitely picture that. Never... 96.5. One oh, of okay. the two. I agree. Or it might've been another one and I'm just making shit up, but I'm pretty sure it's one of the two. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to do any fact I mean, checks. I don't, yeah. I, mean, I don't even know. <laughs> I want to look it up. She was the morning show for the biggest station in the, in the, in the state. We'll just stick with that one. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so how'd, how'd you get the UConn gig? Um, my momager. The momager. I love um, it. Well, she, like, submitted me. Yeah. And, um, they loved my credentials, and they loved my videos, and they said that I had great talent, which is okay. But um, that's what they said, and so they invited me to sing. All right, let's let's talk about Taylor Swift then, because I want. I mean, it's, are you a Swifty? I'm not. You're not. Okay. Not, I mean, I love her music. I think that she's an amazing artist. I very much value her songwriting. Yeah, more. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about because I wanted to f- see what is the allure of her. I mean, I think she's good, but the one thing I do like about her is that she does write her own songs. Like, unlike, but you know, it's funny because I'm doing a, I don't know if you ever heard of the band called The Carpenters. And this, you probably know their songs if you don't know who they are. There's some, yeah, but there's some, they're a band, a brother and sister. They made so many great songs, like maybe songs you would know. We've only just begun sing. If I bet you if I play it, you would know it. And the reason I'm bringing them up, I'm getting ready to do an interview. And I, I grew up listening to that with my mother. I had no idea that they did not write any of their songs at all. Paul Williams, who was a great songwriter, wrote all their songs. One song was a bank commercial they saw on TV and he, they just changed the melody around. So it's, just, it's funny, like when people make fun of music now saying, oh, nobody writes their songs anymore. This went on a lot in the 50s, 60s and 70s as well. But it's just, I mean, I'm perfect example. Do you know who Carol King is? I know, yeah. Um, yeah, she is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for songwriting and performing because her first half of her career, she just wrote songs for other people. So, but I do have a lot of respect for Taylor because she does take the time to write her own music. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, a lot of like writing is its own talent as singing as is its own talent. So like, it's not, I mean, obviously a lot of people that are famous tend to have both, 
but you know i really think like if you are just a writer like go you and if you're just a singer like that's fine you know so like i mean i understand i guess why like listeners would be like damn they didn't even write this like i get that but at the same time like i get it like i feel like it's just like i don't know i don't my mind just went like this is what i mean like singers sometimes like they can't write because this happens in their brain and their brain just goes floop 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 and they can't continue their sentence so that's why and i get it that's fine oh, yep. that's why i have pages and pages of notes because if i didn't have these <laughs> you and i would have a five minute conversation <laughs> I always wondered that, but you know, I, I write out all my notes before I go to interviews too. Like when I'm interviewing for the newspaper and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, if I were to show you like my journalism notebook, crazy. Yeah. But see, I think it's good because it's not even really questions. I just have little, little word, like two or three words and they'll say, okay, let's talk about this. And then you and I will just have a conversation. It makes it instead of more, more of me going, so Lexi, what is the allure of Taylor Swift? I'll just, I'll write Taylor Swift down. I know what, exactly what I want to talk about. So with her, I mean, like I said, I've, I've really never seen her, I've never seen her live, obviously. So I'm not going to pay $3,000 for a ticket, but I wanted, I did want to see the movie just to check it out, but I'm just, I've never seen, I mean, in a long time where just somebody broke out like that. I'll just read. I just, just came down the other day. I had to, uh, this is another thing I started doing too on my phone. <laughs> it said the streaming service announced, this is Spotify, your favorite, announced over the weekend on social media that the singer has become the most streamed artist in a single day in Spotify history. In 1989, Taylor's version became Spotify's most streamed album in a single day this year. Swift replaced herself as the most streamed artist holder a year after she captured the title back in October 2022. So she's, so it's just impressive. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, I know it's, a lot of times with music, you never know what's sort of like with videos on TikTok. You don't know what's going to click, what people are going to like. It's like it's at the right place, right time. I mean, I always make this comment. I said if the Beatles ever tried to come out maybe four years later, they never would be what they are now. These happen to be at the right place, right time. Same thing with Nirvana and grunge. People wanted to change. They were sick of hair metal. Bam, they came out and they became an instant hit. So I'm thinking maybe that's sort of what's happening with her. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. And I, I just, I admire her so much. Like her talent is actually crazy. Yeah. Um, like I watched a lot of like her concert videos and her stage presence too. Like she has such a like awe to her. Like yeah. I just, she's just great. Yeah. And she seems, I mean, we don't know because you and I have never met her, but she seems like such a genuine, nice person. I think actually, I do know someone that works for her. I, I met him and I was talking to him and she, she gave him a huge bonus. I mean, he, yeah. So he, he does lighting for her and he wasn't lying because he had pictures of those two together. Then he had pictures, he works with Beyonce, worked at all these different big artists. Um, um, <laughs> me up. I, I, you know what, as it's I was up. saying that, as I was saying that, I said, you know what, I'm going to get you two in touch <laughs> and we get him in touch with you. Oh. Because French, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why have you not uh, promoted me at oh, all right now? Like what? What? <laughs> I feel like I not only let you down, but I let myself down. So I'm no. gonna make I'm gonna make this happen. See what you do. <laughs> oh. No, no. Listen, listen. I, I definitely know where to find this person, and uh, I will def. I, when I see him next time, I'm gonna say, you know what? I have the next big superstar, Lexi oh. White. Okay, that's that's a stretch. That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> uh, thank, you. thank you. 
but no. <laughs> well, I want, another artist I want to talk about was, uh, I saw her in concert. I was kind of disappointed because she has an awesome voice. And unfortunately, um, she used a lot of tracks. I'm talking about Pink. I saw Pink in, uh, really? yeah, in Philadelphia. And I was so disappointed because... And people were saying, oh, well, you know what? She likes to do a lot of acrobats on stage. I'm like, I don't care. I said, if I want, I can just listen to the album, do Jumping Jacks at Home, if I really want that to happen. I, and the two best songs she sang were, she did a Pat Benatar song, Heartbreaker, and she did a tribute to Sinead O'Connor because she sat by the piano, she just sang, and she was great. But I mean, I, when she was dancing around, I'm like, boy, she sounds really good. And then she has the mic and she's laughing and the song's still playing. So it's like, I couldn't tell what was live and what wasn't. So from that face, I'm guessing you have the same opinion that I do. I mean, I don't, I mean, if you're an artist and you're like gonna be dancing on stage too, like take like Britney Spears, for example, yeah. like she didn't actually sing live. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I think the entertainment aspect of it is just as important too. Yeah. As singing. And I like, I mean, Pink did end up sitting down at the piano and played a ballad. So it gave you that aspect that you were expecting. But like, I feel like a lot of people, they do expect like a lot, but otherwise if you like, I don't understand why they can't just sing themselves and then have backup dancers. No, well, that's exactly what I was going to say next. She had no exaggeration. I think eight background dancers and singers, probably more dancers, but at least eight singers. I said, if she wants to dance around, they can sing backup while she's dancing around. Then she can come in and sing. I'd rather have it sound less perfect and she's having fun and sound a little bit more raw and energetic because instead of just sounding so polished when she's dancing around stage, because I said it's more like her. I mean, you probably don't remember this, but in Lake Compounds back in 91, I think it was. Remember, did you ever hear of a band called Millie Vanilli? All right, you have to look that up. Lake Compounds, they used, they were these two guys that could barely speak English. They had so many hits. They were at Lake Compounds when they used to have concerts there, and the track skipped, and they were laughed out of the business. Found out it was like two old white guys. They just had the the look of a star, so they lip sync. They were the guy. One of the guys ended up committing suicide because he tried to he tried to go on tour and sing on his own, and he just got laughed even harder at, and he just couldn't take all the pressure, and he killed himself. So, and then of course you remember uh, Jessica Simpson's sister when yeah. she was on Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you remember that. She did the same thing. Everybody's giving her hell about. It. It's like you know what? Why are these people getting flack? And people like Pink are superstars. Madonna, Britney Spears. And they can do whatever the hell they want. So this, I think there's like a double standard. Because I, I do agree with you. I like I like entertainment and I like being entertained. I, if I want to just see them sing at a piano, then I can listen to the album at home. But that's why I like have fun. Doesn't have to be perfect. Mess up a little bit. Just laugh it off. And I don't know, to me, that's more fun, I think. Yeah. No, you're right. I agree with you. Yeah. Sorry. So another opinion I have a question. Or this is another one. I brought this up. Have you ever heard of Poison? It's an 80s band talk dirty to me you might know some of their songs i interviewed the guitar player from his solo band the singer from poison and he got mad at me when i asked him this because uh one of his best friends is vince neal from motley crew and i said what are bands what do you think i said you know people like vince neal are using teleprompters on stage and he goes well, who cares about that they could do that what's your opinion on that people using teleprompters on stage they're only for me i'll tell you my opinion first and i'm not trying to influence anybody but when your only job is to 
learn your own songs and go out and entertain people, you shouldn't have to have a teleprompter on stage. That's just my opinion. That's the right opinion. Thank you. Thank you. Because for some reason, well, I know why I got so angry because I wasn't even trying to put Vince Neil down, but he just <laughs> took that as such a, an insult. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. But I just think that like, I, he's not, it's not like you where you're going to school, you're doing so many other things and doing music right now is a part-time thing. It's not like you're like your only job is music you have so many other things going on but you learn your own songs i bet you if you if somebody asks you to sing tomorrow you could all right and you knew the song so yeah i could right. do it for you right now i'm not going to but i could you, you could know. what i, I said that. i could i could do it for you right now i'm not going to but i ah. could like no well you know what i definitely i i, I wish i could make it to uconn but uh, please keep me updated anytime you play out. I do, I do follow you on Instagram, so I, I try to see what you're doing. But I definitely want to see you perform live, and I'm going to get some places for you, too. Okay. And not to mention uh, Taylor Swift's employee. <laughs> oh, my God. If I were to tell my friends this, they would actually scream. They yep. would actually scream. Yep. That's crazy. Imagine, imagine. Like, Rich, just, like, envision this right now. Like, Taylor Swift in her opener, Lexi White. That's crazy. Yes. And you know what? uh, Sometimes when people say, you just envision it and it'll come true. So let's say right now I'm seeing Taylor Swift with Lexi White. (laughs) We're going to make this happen. (laughs) No words. (laughs) Another person you mentioned was Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, And I... I, well, it's funny because th- who introduces me to most of this music is our mutual friend, Jillian. Yes, I love Jillian. And she always gets me like, she goes, Rich, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. Most of these times, I mean, obviously I've heard of Taylor. I've heard of um, Miley Cyrus, but she goes, did you ever hear of Olivia Rodrigo? No. And then a couple other people, she did the same thing too. But Olivia, I love. I can't remember that one song. People were people were saying that it was copying Elvis Costello, who was a rocker from the probably 60s and 70s. And even he said, he goes, everything is borrowed. I think it's an original song. I think she's great. I love the way she rocks out, but then she can do a slow song. Um, I don't know what song you're talking about. Maybe Brutal? Yes, it's yeah. Brutal. That was like the big song. And I guess people were trying oh. to say she was ripping off this big, which if you look up, you, I bet you, no, he's another one I think you would know, Elvis Costello. And he said, no. He goes, I think that this is definitely an original. She's not ripping me off at all. But you know how people are always trying, whenever you're on top, that's when you know you're on top when people try to push you down and just tear you apart because they're jealous. If nobody's talking about you, that means you're not you're not at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at the top, and people are still doing this. I bet you. You know what? I'm just knowing your age group. I'm sure there's a lot of jealousy going on. Like I don't know the stories yet. We'll talk off the air for a rich share therapy session. <laughs> How much do um I have to pay you for an hour? Not at all. No, this the first one. It's it's all pro bono. It's all free. Oh, okay, gotcha. I wouldn't do that. Just don't. I don't. Don't tell everybody this because you know everybody's gonna expect free therapy from me too. But you're the only one. Okay. Well, thank we, you. We got that connection. You do. <laughs> you know what got me mad too? So um, did you ever hear of Courtney Love? She was she was married to Kurt Cobain, who was in Nirvana. Did you ever hear of Nirvana? Oh yeah. Okay. So she used to be in a band called Hole, and she was in a rap, and she had this album cover, and she's saying, oh, my God, Olivia Rodrigo ripped me off. And I was like, really? You think that Olivia Rodrigo said, this is going to be the album cover. I want it to be just like this. She probably had zero say in that at all. 
And I, I said, really, you're going to pick on this, you know, however old she is. Like, was she, isn't she your age or a little bit old? No, probably younger, right? No, she's 20. Oh, 20. Okay. So just about your age. So, and Courtney loves probably in her fifties, as you're, you're going to bully a 20 year old and we're like, oh my God, she's ripping me off. I think she just wanted more attention. Courtney loved wanted more attention, but it just actually brought more attention to Olivia, which is great. I love Olivia Rodrigo. Like I started watching her in um, Bizarre Bark on Disney Channel. Oh yeah. And, and I loved her on that. But then um, when she was on High School Musical, the musical, the series, I started watching that my sophomore year of high school and I was obsessed with it. Like that was all I would watch during COVID was that. And um, then she had Driver's License come out as her debut single. Mm-hmm. Um, that came out in January 2021, I want to say, because I'm pretty sure it was my junior year. I think that's when I started getting into her. When did Brutal come out? Was that 2021? Yeah, that was in like that April or May when the album came out. That was when I first heard of her, and that was the first song I heard. I said, right the first five seconds, I said, Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. I mean, it just kicks you right away. That intro gets And playing that shit in the car, oh, even better. I was the only one. It was midwinter, and I'm sweating because I was dancing around so much. Just that's such a great song. Have you had a chance to see any of these people in concert? Um, no. I was gonna go to SZA this ah. year. SZA is one of my top artists ever. Love her to death. Like I, like my heart, like skips a beat when I think about her. I love. Her. Um. I was going to go to one of her concerts um, in October, but yeah. my friend that I was going to go with, she couldn't end up going. So then we just didn't go. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I wish I could go see SZA. But the only other concerts I've been to were Big Time Rush, which I love, favorite band ever, favorite band ever, love them to death, Big Time Rush. And then I went to Chris Brown and Lil Baby. Ah. And I went to Pitbull. Ah, where was so, that? Pitbull was at Mohegan Sun. Okay. I think it was Mohegan. It was either Mohegan or Foxwoods. And then, um, yeah. Well, you know what I feel bad about is because luckily when I was young, a concert was, I remember going to Hartford Civic Center, which is now the XL Center, for $15. And they raised the ticket price to 20 I said, oh my God, I can't believe they're ripping me off. Now that would be, I mean, I saw so many great bands. Now I'm not, there's no way I'm going to pay a thousand dollars two thousand dollars to see a two-hour show i don't care who it is it's just even when i think i talked to you about this last time one of my favorite musicians of all time or songwriters is paul mccartney i love the beatles and i love paul mccartney soul stuff i think i paid 150 dollars. even i felt bad paying that it's just i feel bad for kids now who want to see their favorite artists and i mean it's more about the parents like i have to take out a, a heloc on my home so i can, so i can send you to the concert <laughs> i mean yeah I mean, like, I the SZA tickets were crazy expensive, like yeah. crazy expensive, um, and like it's like that for all the concerts. So yeah, it's, I hate it. It sucks. Like, if I were to go on tour, if I were to ever go on tour, and like I had like a crazy amount of fans, I would not make the tickets. Like, I would make like floor seats be a hundred bucks. Yeah, and I think that's that's, that's every, fair. Like, going all the way back to like the nosebleeds like if you were in like the back 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 row i would make that 15 bucks yeah i mean a well, perfect example is 100 bucks for a last row seat yeah 
I mean, an example of that was for Pink. I, I don't even, I can't remember how much it was, but I was in a, the Philadelphia Phillies, Phillies stadium way up there. So I'm not even watching the concert. I'm watching the screen. So I'm really, because I mean, she's, I could see her on stage. Obviously it wasn't that far away, but still, I mean, when, when you're that far, we have to actually see what's going on by watching the screen. They shouldn't be that much. I agree with you on that one. Well, you know, it's funny. I mentioned, where did you, you said Olivia was on what show? High School the Musical? High School Musical? High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because are you a fan of Drake? Okay, I guess that's a yes. <laughs> um, He doesn't know it yet, but we're going to be married. <laughs> um, I love Drake. I love Aubrey Drake Graham so much. So. Right. The reason I bring him up was years ago. I don't know if you ever heard or see, have seen the show Degrassi High. It's a Canadian show. Okay. Well, I used to love that show. And I remember seeing this kid that got shot in the back. He's in a wheelchair. And it's this kid who's this rapper wannabe. I'm laughing because I had no idea. I didn't know. I thought it was just an actor for the show. And then a couple of years later, I said, oh, wait, that's the guy from Degrassi High. Wait, I didn't realize he was a real singer. <laughs> <laughs> I love Drake. And like, honestly, like, actors that turn into musicians like it's like it's a great segue because i feel like you could be i feel like it's a lot easier to be an actor turned to a singer than a singer turned to an actor mm -hmm. if that makes sense no it does i mean perfect example is elvis who they tried to put in movies but he just all he did was as eddie murphy always makes the jokes he just sang his lines so elvis we're gonna win this race we're gonna win this race like he really never acted he just sang his lines but then you have, and what you just said is, it sounds like the start of your career too. I mean, you were acting in movies with a good old Uncle Ed Asner. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Just like, you know, just Lou Grant. Nobody, nobody had big. Mary Tyler Moore, you know, no big deal. Yeah, know. exactly. So, you know, I mean, if, if, if Drake's any, any, any indication of how your career is going to go, you're following the right footsteps. I mean, I hope to do more acting. I actually want to get more into that again. I want to start going on auditions again because I haven't done that in a very long time. So, like, the last role I booked was I was going to be, like, one of the lead characters in this, like, zombie film. Oh, I would love that. But then it got shut down because of COVID because oh. you're going to start filming in that April. And then, obviously, COVID hit in that March. So, we couldn't film. And then it just, like, never got, like, rebooted, I guess. Can so, you say who the the writers and producers were? Do you I actually know? don't. I have no idea. The reason I'm asking because your brother, who I um, interviewed, Tyler, he was in a movie with these local film um, producers, and I was going to have them on the show. I'm, I'm became friends with one of them, and I know they just came out with a couple of horror movies. That's why I was wondering if it was the same people. I can't remember what his name is now, because it's been several years. But they they live in Connecticut. What was that? I said I don't know. Yeah, I, I, no, was the film in Connecticut? Was it local local movies or local movie producers, or was it more? Was it in Hollywood? No, not in Hollywood, but oh, okay. I have no idea where it was. I don't remember. I, it was such a long time ago. I actually haven't thought about it until like just now. So, oh, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a bit. Yeah, I kind of want to get back into that again. I think that would be really cool. And like, I love that, like that kind of scenery. Like. And like it's so different being around like singers and like musicians and then compared to like people in the film industry like it's really different but they're both so great and um i haven't been around this side in a very long time so i really want to get back into that my dad's actually doing a hockey film in massachusetts and ah. he's for that um i think tomorrow 
So he's going to do that. Um, and he's and a producer. Is that correct? He's a he's an assistant director and producer. I'm pretty sure he's producing this, I okay. think. Um, but yeah, so he's going to have to go to mass and do that there. And um, I can't tell you. Dear <laughs> no, it. Stop right there. <laughs> Well, I was just going to fangirl so hard, but now I can't. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to have you back for a third time. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the, in the next interview. I, I think I should just come back every single time I have a song come out. No, that is true. I, I love talking. I mean, you and I have been talking for probably an hour and 10 minutes already. And oh, my God, really? Yeah. We started. Oh, no. Sorry, 630. So now, yeah, now we're 10 minutes. So yeah. just the fact that I think that that's going to be it. You're going to be like a. Every time you have a song, first first stop is the Claws Corner. No, that was literally the first thing. I Well, I told you earlier, but, like, yeah. the first thing when we were talking about, like, this song was we have to go back to Rich Sear. So. I love it. Thank you, Mama Jay. Keep me Thank in mind. Mama <laughs> oh, yeah. So do you – I know you said you have some ideas – the, the, we were talking about the Mean Girls song. Do you have any lyrics written at all? Any melodies in mind? Or is it just – put in a back burner for now i do have some things written okay. i do have some things that like like little like audio recordings of like me recording melodies and stuff so um got those um but i definitely have to put more time into it yeah. i think i could end up writing the whole thing but it's just i i very much trust ravi's um intellectual abilities and um i trust him with my songwriting life so um it's worked I, so far. Yeah. Worked out very well. It's pretty good. <laughs> you know what? If they say if it's you know if it's if it's not broke, don't don't try and fix it. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So hopefully, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing that song sometime soon. I know you have a lot of things on your plate. So I, th I don't know if we talked about this last time. Um, I always, we've talked about it a little bit here, where there's a difference between best musician and best performer. So for you, do you have a yeah. best musician slash best performer? And it doesn't have to be the same person. Like, I'll just give you an example. Some people brought up for best in the past, other musicians brought up for best performer would be one Prince, Michael Jackson, somebody brought up the Beatles. I'm trying to think of different people, other artists I asked this question for. So for you, who would be some of your favorites? Um... I think best performer, Katy Perry. Oh, yes. Lady Gaga. Yes. Very um, good. And she's another one who Tate loves to act. McCray. Tate McRae. She's an amazing performer. Wait, that I one, would... I, don't, I don't know the last one. Who's that? You don't know Tate McRae? No. Oh, I just lost my street cred. Yeah. Rich. She okay, she is blowing up currently, like right now. She has an album coming out on December 8th. I'm like one of her like super fans. Like, I'm like, I love her. Like, my heart also skips a beat for her as it does for SZA. Um, and she's like, she's very in tune with her fans, and she like teases a new song every now and then. And as soon as her friends are like, or as soon as her fans are saying, We want this song, like she will put it out like the next week. Like, she's wow. very like listening to her fans um but like her music is great and she's an amazing dancer and she started off dancing and so um she uh 
she's definitely an amazing performer. She's like definitely one of my favorite performers of like, I guess like my generation of musicians because, and her voice is very unique too. Like just the way it sounds, like it's not anything that anyone could ever achieve purposely. Like it's, she's just so unique. Um, Yeah, I love her a All lot. Right. Well, you know what? I'm sure after this interview, I'm going to check her out. And I'm sure next time we talk, I'm going to say, you know what? I love her too. Yeah. I, I definitely, what kind of music is it? Is it? Um, It's more like pop, but some of her songs have a little bit of like a rock aspect to it. Yeah. Some of them are a little like EDM-y. Um, yeah. I feel like, but I feel like now, nowadays, like a lot of different songs have different genres all comprised together to make like an artist like signature sound yeah like rodrigo like she did a more rock type song brutal and like stuff like that so yeah um <laughs> so now what about best musician um says yeah. ariana grande ariana grande ariana mm -hmm. grande summer walker shanae aiko um Adele. Oh, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, yeah. All great choices. Honestly, I could go on. And Brent Fias. Yep. Mm. I think it's funny. I think for performer slash to, um, musician together, I think two that could fit both molds would be Miley Cyrus and Lady Gaga. So I love okay. I love their stage presence. I love the fact that they make the show fun. They're really, and I love the fact that they can also sing different genres. Like the best example is, I don't know if you saw this, but Lady Gaga got up on stage with Metallica. I think it was the Grammys a couple of years ago. You got to check it out on YouTube. But James Hetfield, who's the singer of Metallica, his mic went out. So she took the mic, stage diving, singing. I said, you know what? That was the best Metallica ever sound. I wish, I wish his mic was out all the time. I said, I loved it with Lady Gaga singing. And she's another one. She is a great actress. I loved her in a, well, she was in that movie, obviously, A Star is Born, but she was in another movie. I can't remember what it was. It was all about the, uh, oh my God, my mind went blank on it, but I didn't even realize it was her until halfway through the movie. She plays one of the main characters. She plays the wife. And I said, oh, that's Lady. I knew she was in the movie, but I didn't even recognize her. She's such a great actress. Yeah, she's great. And you know, well, you already knew this, but I worked with one of her producers. Mm -hmm. So. Like every time someone like talks about Lady Gaga or, or any time that I hear one of her songs, yep. specifically from the album Fame, which is the album that Earl Cohen produced and won a Grammy for, like it just makes me like get all like weird because it's like, how am I like one person away from Lady Gaga? Like that's weird. But now I'll be two people away from Taylor Swift. Exactly. Well, but now I am two people away. <laughs> then I'll be one person away when I meet, get in touch with him. And pretty soon it's going to be pushing uh, Taylor off the stage. Hi, I'm Lexi White. How are you? <laughs> I can't wait to see until you two are doing a duet together. I would cry. I wouldn't be able to sing because I'd be crying. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, collaborations, do you have a dream collaboration? If you could ever, I'm guessing you, you mentioned the same artists over and over again. So like for best performer, best art. So I'm guessing some of those artists would, you would like to do a duet with or write a collaborate with, write a song with. I mean, honestly, like if I were to do a collab singing wise, yeah, um, I would want it to be with a male artist. Cause I yeah. feel like having um, a male and a female voice on one track. I feel like that just builds so much connection. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it just makes the song a lot more authentic in a way and very like 
very great to listen to. I think it just adds a lot of flavor to it. Um, and I would want to say like the weekend. Oh yeah. Um, Brent Fias, Frank Ocean, Drake, <laughs> Drake, a hundred bolt Drake. Jake and I, we would have to write a love song. <laughs> but he doesn't know that we're going to be married. So um, I'm going to be Adonis' stepmom. All right. <laughs> we can start with, I already know the song you're going to be singing. Here comes the bride. Here comes the bride. <laughs> Look, and I'm wearing white. Tell you, you are ready for this occasion. I am. Right you know, I mean, people say this all the time. You have to have the talent, but knowing the right people is also big i mean that's why i think when people say oh they just got this job because they knew this person but you also have to have the talent because once you op once that op opens the door you have to prove yourself so i mean you already have the talent now it's just getting in touch with the right people which it seems like you're already in the right direction i mean i honestly would not have i wouldn't be where i am right now without connections like obviously yeah. like they are the way of life you know and anything musically exactly. any any time any kind of profession too, almost like, um, but it really is up to you. Like how, hold on. I, it's wait, hold on. It's, um, buffering. Give me a second. Um, Take your time. connections open a door, but it's up to you to walk through and exactly. you can only do that with the talent and the integrity that you have. And I've been blessed so, 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 so much from the opportunities that I've had so far in my life and mm -hmm. the things that I've done so far in my life. Um, but, uh, obviously that comes from me too. I wouldn't be here without connections, but I also wouldn't be here without me. So, yeah, yeah no, exactly. And you, you know what I love about the fact is you're so grateful for everything that you, you have. It's not like you expect it or just, you know, like, of course I'm that great. Of course I'm going to get it. I love the fact you're humble and you you appreciate everything that has come your way so far and there's been a lot that's come your way in such a short time that's what's really so impressive with me it's just i, I love that. the fact i mean it's only been a couple of years and you're i mean i know you were acting at a very young age and different things but still the fact that you the last couple of years you really blew up in the music industry with so many different streams playing being played in malls people just having the sexy lexies <laughs> you know what you know, I want to meet some of these sexy Lexi. So if you're watching the show, please reach out to me. I, want, I definitely want to, we got to get this thing going back again. I'll, I'll be, I'll be in charge. I'll be behind the scenes and get the sexy Lexi's back up and running. <laughs> I got to see who these people are. Me too. I haven't met any of them. I mean, I follow them, but not men. Met. Yeah. Yep. Well, here, we're going to make, we're going to say it right now. If and when you uh, get back together to Sexy Lexi, Lexi promises to perform at one of your conventions. <laughs> a free live performance from Sexy Lexi herself. Yeah. She's here. <laughs> Is there anything that I have not gone over that you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. I think, I mean, it's been like an hour and a half almost. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, I, covered everything. Yeah, I had a and our last interview was about the same. So I I love the idea what you said. Every time you have a new song, first stop, close corner. We could just discuss 
anything. I, that's why I love the fact you and I, and you know what I love too is because our age difference is so much. You and I have a completely different perspective. So you know a lot of people that I don't know, and I know a lot of different, a lot of artists that you never heard of. So together, we just cover the whole gambit. <laughs> we, we cover it all. <laughs> we got all age groups. Exactly. <laughs> this show has something for everybody. It is the Claus Corner. Well, before we go, though, because I do want to say, because I saw that, I mean, I love the fact that your family is so supportive of each other. And I know your brother, Tyler White, he's also a musician, actor. He's done so many different things. He just had his 21st birthday. I saw that. We'll, we'll just give a little plug for him while, he's, while you're on the show. What's he up to now? Is he singing still? I see some videos of him singing, but. Is he singing still? I don't think there's like a weekend where he isn't singing somewhere for some event. Like, he's amazing. And, oh my gosh, this made my heart so happy. So the other day, um, I was playing like one of my songs and he starts singing along to it and he knew the words and everything. And like, he said he wants to sing one of them at one of his next singing gigs. So, wow. yeah, I, I, lo I, I love that. He's great. He's great. I mean, I might cry again, like thinking about it right now. Hold on. <laughs> I, that, I feel like Barbara know. Walters trying to make people cry. <laughs> but he's great. He's he has amazing talent too, and um, he's definitely going to go far too because yeah. he has he has a really good drive and a passion for music and theater. Um, and he's doing a play too at his school. I don't know what play or when it'll be, but he's doing a lot. So, yeah. Well, you know, I love the fact that there's doesn't seem like there's any competition between the two of you it seems like you just have so much support and so much love for each other you don't see that in a lot of families most families are like oh well you know i'm the singer what are you doing really trying to ride my coattails or vice versa so i love the fact that he's so supportive of you you're so supportive of him it's almost like the uh are you gonna cry no oh. <laughs> i want ratings damn it i want ratings <laughs> As I was saying, I... <laughs> it's a Claus Corner first. <laughs> no, Lexi, you really are the best. I love having you on the show. You're such a fun guest, a talented performer, and I cannot wait until your next song comes out so we can do this all over again. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> on that happy note. <laughs> That wraps up the latest episode of the Claws Corner. A huge thanks goes out to singer and actress Lexi White for taking time out of her extremely busy schedule to be a guest on my show. You're welcome back anytime. I also need to thank editor extraordinaire John Bristol of Elmwood Productions for always doing a superb job editing the show each and every week and making it available to all on YouTube. I am also extremely grateful to Joseph Timothy Quirk and Rob Bull for all they do to make my show available on several connected radio stations as well as Spotify, everybody's favorite, Amazon Music, iTunes, Audible, and iHeartRadio. Thank you both very, very much. And lastly, but definitely not least, I need to thank you, the viewer, for always tuning in. Enjoy your day, everyone. Bye.